Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Well, my friends, this is I, Simon Miller, from another one of my weird hotel ups and downs, which sounds somewhat creepy, where somebody decided to make their Impact slash TNA debut. <laughs> and of course, it was Phil. No, it wasn't. It was this bald a-hole... I can't lie, I don't really know what's happening anymore. But I do appreciate you guys massively, and as a smaller side, because we have ended up here, I totally understand that that stuff doesn't happen without you. So thank you very much from the bottom of my tootsie toes. And we just had a smackdown. Ups and downs never stops. So let's up those doubts. We got an exclusive from People Magazine at the start of Smackdown, as they told us at Crown Jewel, it's going to be John Cena versus Sola Sokoa. <laughs> got a wall I can lean against. Which is quite good, because wrestling is so weird. Why is People Magazine talking to us? We went straight into our contract signing, though, as Roman Reigns made his way to the ring. And, of course, usually he takes 79 years. But this time, halfway through, all of a sudden we got Earl, Earl, Knight. And this dude blazed past Roman. He ignored him or didn't acknowledge him. And I was like, look, right, clearly at Crown Jewel, LA Knight is going to lose. But did we make him come across like a super whooper duper star here? Yes, we did. I also literally sat at the head of the table and said as much to the head of the table. That didn't work at all. Once again, you could just feel it. No matter what we do a week Sunday or a week Saturday, a week Friday, whatever the hell Crown Jewel is, we must have big plans for LA Knight. He also pretended that the contract said that Roman was going to lose the championship to him. I was like, even though that sounds really dumb, in wrestling it may actually be accurate. That's how it works. LA then called him big boy, so Roman called him an idiot, which was kind of a choice, when he was all like, <laughs> have you ever even been in this position before? Have you ever signed a contract for a championship? Of course you haven't, because you're a massive goober, so I'm going to be nice to you. Reigns then called him sweetheart, so we had all the names here, when his pen didn't work. And I was like, oh no, Petey the pen. Petey the pen, you have to start working. You will be killed. And then, yeah, Paul Heyman just threw him into the distance. PT, we hardly knew thee. This really worked, though, because the fans even started to chant, oh, Roman's scared, but it was better than that. It had more rhythm to it. And when both names were on the deal, SmackDown GM Nick Aldis was like, right, I'm done. And he left these two to it. And the first thing La did was go, hi, Roman, maybe you should acknowledge me. And I was like, ruh-roh. He also thinks our tribal chief is already beaten because he is the fastest rising star in WWE history. And around about the same time in Roman's career, he was dropping lines like suffering succotash. Shots fired. There is nothing that Roman can do to stop him, though, which is a fact of life. So I guess they're going to be teaching that in school soon. And this wound up rain so much, he flipped over the table. 
I mean, every damn time. I also got hurled into Rita the Ring post when Roman was like, oh, I'm going to get another table. But this is when LA did turn the tides and he started to kick Roman's ass. It also once again meant he's definitely losing in Saudi Arabia. This is when Jimmy Uso turned up and while he tried to get involved, instead LA Knight was like, nope. And he got chucked through the wood. Dead. This just made Knight look like the absolute man. And really, it's all going to come down to the creative and all down to the booking. I am cool with Roman Reigns getting the W. But use your noggins and come up with something interesting, much like this segment. Thought this was totally fabu. Up. When the Street Profits defeated the LWO. Back on my wall. Just like that. Now, this was more significant because our chosen members were Santos Escobar and Carlito. Though at one point, the commentators went, yeah, it's meant to be Rey Mysterio, but he don't want to do it no more. I also want to shout out Angelo Dawkins here because there are still some absolute fools who say, oh man, if the Street Profits ever break up, he'll be left behind. No, he won't. He was so damn good here and he gets better each and every single week. I think him and Montez would both fly. I also think they're getting way more comfortable with their heel characters because they were super duper aggressive here. Although when Carlito tagged in, he was doing die. I just looked at this guy and I was like, man, I love you so much, Kyle. Because I do. Although then we cut to the commercial break and when we returned... The street profits are in control, and nobody told us why, so we have to figure out for ourselves. Well, I'm going to say that the street profits went to get Carlito's apple and spit it in his face, but then somebody got a tomato, and they tried to spit it in somebody else's face, and all the wrestlers saw a tomato, and they were like, well, is it tomato, or is it tomato? And this completely confused the referee, so he wasn't paying attention, so the street profits jumped him and Santos, and that's where we got to where we did. That'll do. Eventually, we built back up to the hot tag for Carlito, and he absolutely slammed Montez forward for a spine buster for the one-two-ooh. When he also wanted to go for the backstabber, but Montez and Angelo wouldn't let him. When we cut to the back, Rey Mysterio was watching, and Logan Paul arrived, and he just beat him up. I was like, Rey, you must have seen him. I mean, he was right there. And then absolutely cried, because Carlito just decided, well, I don't care, I'm in a match. And he went to help his friend, leaving poor Santos all by himself. He got hit with the Street Profits' new finisher, Uno Dos Tres. So even this was really dumb, I actually think it did tie into the bigger picture, because of course, eventually Escobar is going to turn on Rey. And here, he'll actually have reasons as to why he did it. We've also given the Street Profits new music, what I actually think does work, because you want them to get booed, they must be presented differently. So we shall see. This was fun. Uh, Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman were then sitting backstage, and they took shots at the Green Bay Packers. I mean, of course they did. They did have this custom-made WWE title, though, and they were like, this is as close as LA Knight or Green Bay will ever get to a championship. When Jimmy Uso walked in, this character has just come of age recently. It's such a flubbing idiot. Makes him great. He also thinks he's in charge now. So he was just laying around on Roman's sofa like your kid's friend that is really frustrating and treats your house like some kind of playground. When Roman was like, what were you doing earlier? Jimmy was like, man, just changing the play, changing the play, even though it didn't work. He also said that he wasn't able to do anything else because he's on the injured reserve list. When Roman looked at him and he went, oh, you're never going to guess. I just came off the injured reserve list. So we've done it now. I don't care what anybody says. Jay Uso, terrific character. Jimmy Uso, terrific character. And I buy them as single stars. So don't forget that. That's why the bloodline was so damn good. Even if it did start in like, I don't know, 2 AD, it has just had so many good benefits for so many super duper stars. I'm giving it up for no reason. Kathy Kelly then found Logan Paul too, and you think he would have scarped, but he was all like, oh man, Rey Mysterio, I hate you. When he did have this little bit of a tete to tete with Kevin Owens, I was like, man, I want that match. The reason he was there though is that he was going to do a little thing with Austin Theory and Grayson Waller. And they were so mad at him because they were like, 
Last week you said we had punchable faces. Kale just went, yeah, you do. They then got into it until officials broke them up, but Owens broke free and he slapped them both in the face and they went down and he was so pleased with himself. I tell you, once again, it all comes down to characters. They just all work so well and Grace and Austin together, mwah, chef's kiss. Now I hate myself. Why the flub did I do that? It also turned out this was the SmackDown interview hour because it was then a chat with Dragon Lee. He's just really happy to be on SmackDown. Good for him. Of all the people Cedric Alexander then turned up, honestly, if you're a brand new wrestling fan, you would literally be watching this going, well, who is that guy? He totally understands Dragon's position though because he used to be there with fans going, oh, WWE, you have to sign Cedric Alexander. And because he wants to get back to that moment, they are going to have a match later on. I was like, man, you let them cook and we're going to get some eggs. It was a bit weird though. Speaking of which, out came Shotzi and she was taken on Chelsea Green. So for some reason, we have deviated away from Natalia and Tegan Knox. Although I think Tegan may be injured, so I hope she is okay. Although that could be part of the story too. I don't know. So I suppose it's going to be Shotzi and Scarlett. My major problem with this is that we just did the same thing that we always do. Like when it started, I went three minutes, some kind of nonsense, surprise roll up finish. I was right. But even though Chelsea Green was on top at one point, she decided to pose. I suppose she accidentally hit the D-pad too much. When, of course, Shotzi did hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. That was it. And she looked at the camera and she went, why not? Now, WWE's lucky that Chelsea is so damn hilarious and this character works as well as it does. But look, it is pro wrestling and you can do whatever the flub you want to do. And we keep going back to this. So really, they pulled the short straw. It's everything before this that screwed it over. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be Big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. 
Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Down. When out came John Cena. That's how people have started to go, oh my gosh, the novelty has worn off because John is on TV every week. That is true, but who cares? It's Jonathan Cena. He said there was a special energy in the building. I was like, what the hell does that mean? Well, he got super serious because he needs to have a super serious conversation. This is mostly because over the last 20 years, the fans have given him everything, but now he is on the precipice of losing that and maybe even losing their respect. It's like, John, you forgot that massive period when everyone booed you and treated you like scum? I don't think they should get off the hook. The crowd then started to chant, you've still got it, when John was like, yes, but what if I don't? He did that thing where he stared off into the distance and he kind of overplays the moment, but because he is Cena, he makes it work. So this is why when we do get to the pay-per-view premium live event, he absolutely has to beat Solar Sokoa, because if he doesn't, where does he go? What does he do? He's going to have to go home and wash some of his pants. Now, if you told me this was kind of a wink-wink-nudge-nudge to maybe it coming up to John Cena's final match, I would have believed you, but I also think it's a tease. When out came Paul Heyman... He was very nice at first. He was like, can I get in the ring, sir? Thank you very much, sir. You're amazing, sir. And you used to be the GOAT until one man arrived, and that was Roman Reigns. Even then, though, he's always been so impressed with how John Cena has carried himself, he even told his kids to look up to John rather than himself. That's that Paul. That's a really creepy thing to say. Even with all this, though, John is always able to keep himself at the top because he is a master communicator and maybe the best in the game, which is why it's a real problem he's going to take on Solo Sokoa, who's going to take that spike and hit him so hard in the throat, he's never going to be able to speak again. I'm like, man, that's a really good line. He even insinuated that if John had played his cards right, he could have been in Paul Heyman's position down the line, but now he's pissed off the bloodline. So he's dead. Paul then stressed the fact that John has to win this match, but he's not going to, and that's a prediction and not a split. But before he was able to finish that line, he was solo, and of course he kicked the absolute shib out of John Cena. Now that is interesting, because 99.9% of the time, when Paul Heyman does say spoiler, it is what happens, so now we don't know. But this did end with a bad guy standing tall, so I changed my mind, so maybe John Cena is going to win. But either way, as they say in the business, this was a really good piece of business now i screwed that up but the point is it just made you believe in solo and it made you believe in john cena and it made you go well i wonder which direction it's gonna head in so once again john cena is just the best we then saw la knight who was accepting jimbo's challenge when we got a right banger dragon lee versus cedric alexander now i don't know if this is going to be the big reset for cedric but it absolutely should be because he was flying around the place dragon lee was flying around the place and they did that thing and they just went reverse transition reverse transition and they looked at each other to go ha we are at a stalemate this also means we then went right into chops which is the way in wrestling when cedric went totally crazy and he threw lee into the ring apron which i do believe is the hardest part of the ring and he hit this Mishinoko driver. He got a one-two ooh. Dragon Lee then came back with this double foot stomp and this amazing bomb of power. I'm just like, even in my hotel room, laughing, laughing at my screen, it looked like Alexander was dead. They then went absolutely ping crazy because both were desperate to win, especially Cedric. He's probably like, please let me have something when actually it was Dragon Lee who hit his DDT and he got the one, two, three. Now one, that totally rhymes, so it must be correct. And two, this will please the old timers. Somebody won with a flipping DDT. They embraced after this as well, and it was kind of like Cedric Alexander saying, Dragon Lee is the future, which he is. But let's do something with Cedric as well. This match was absolutely fantastic, and you should watch it. Up. It was right back to sports entertainment after this. 
because here came the returning Bianca Belair. She was so excited to be back, which is what makes her such a great baby face, and she told us that during her time away, she could only think about one thing. I was like, man, please be biscuits. Those things rock. Instead, we saw the footage of Damage Control whooping her ass, causing her injury, and forcing her to be away from the ring, when she was like, yeah, for the first time in my life, I have thought about nothing else, and now I want revenge. It's like, Bianca, you can't walk down this path. It ain't healthy for you. I mean, look at Batman. That is not a well individual. All this thinking has allowed her to come up with a plan too, which is why she went to Nick Aldis, and she has got herself a women's title match for Crown Jewel. I was like, it took you four months to come up with that plan? <laughs> kind of felt like you could have got it in a day. She's also going to whoop Bailey's ass next week on SmackDown. And do not forget, this is another wrestler going all GTS. Because Belair has basically returned and gone, way, geese title shot, and she got it. Still, Bianca is an excellent good guy, and you just want her to win. And even though she should lose in Saudi Arabia, Eo Sky versus Bianca Belair. There ain't no universe when that is bad. We got to our main event, which was LA Knight versus Jimmy Uso. And once again, I just thought somebody got Pity the Pen back from the dead and ticked every single box. Knight murked Jimmy straight away as well, because he was being a bit of a schnitzel and started working over his arm. Once again, we are just portraying LA Knight like he is a genuine threat. That was the last time we did that. I was also just yelling at Jimbo during this, which was genuinely funny. When Uso came back by just booting LA in the head, when he decided to do one of those hip attacks. Every time I'm like, oh my gosh, looks so awful. And he must have done it too, because he went for another one. This time he missed. Not surprised, LA was probably sick of an ass going into his face. He then hit a Russian leg sweep, and I was like, yes, keep bringing back the 1980s moves. When he got Jimmy Uso's head, and he just slammed it into Alan the announce table, all over again. I was like, if that was a chair or a different weapon, just to be a problem, but when it comes to old Al, nobody cares. Uso then returned fire with a Samoan drop, and don't worry, I did my research. He is a Samoan, so it was more than just a drop. When he went to the top and he hit his big splash, I was like, oh my gosh, they're gonna beat LA Knight. <laughs> he kicked out two. Ooh. Jim then once again decided, well, look, I'm sure doubling up on all of my moves is going to work. He was totally wrong. He went for the second splash. LA Knight flew to the top rope. He hit that amazing superplex. He hit the blunt force trauma and he got the win. And I did think to myself, that right there is a main eventer. It's also basically what we should copy when we get to Crown Jewel. And of course, Roman Reigns was out to end the show. And even though he wanted to whoop LA Knight's ass, he wasn't able to do it. He got hit with the blunt force trauma too, and he sold this like a gunshot, which means, yeah, two weeks out from the pay-per-view premium live event, La was standing tall. So once again, brace yourself, he is going to be defeated, but there's so many options we can do because he has so much fire and the crowd loves him, as do I. Up. Now, please do leave a comment below and let me know what you thought about last night's episode of SmackDown. I am going to give it an up, and I've just realized, oh my gosh, throw another up on the counter because there was a few Simon give me an up signs in the crowd. I'm not going to lie to you. I've had the best 24 hours. You make me feel warm and fuzzy in my tum-tum. And I love you very much. Also, please do click the video on the screen to carry on your YouTube journey. Go to whatculture.com and, of course, follow us on social media. But make sure you have a damn good weekend and go after your dreams, people. You just never know. See you soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 